Hello, this is Edie. Before we get started, I wanted to make sure you knew first how much we appreciate you, and that in honor of Teacher Appreciation Week, right now at Heinemann.com, you can get 15% off and free shipping on all Heinemann professional books. This offer runs until May 11th. Head on over after the episode. Some restrictions apply. See the website for details. The Heinemann Podcast is a production of Heinemann Publishing. Heinemann is a provider of resources written by real teachers for real classrooms. Heinemann values teachers as decision makers and students as curious learners. Discover the path to lifelong professional learning at Heinemann.com. Heinemann is dedicated to teachers. I'm Brad from Heinemann, and today on the Heinemann Podcast, we're excited to announce a new series of professional books. Joining me to talk about this special series is Heinemann author and editor Katie Woodray. Katie serves as the series editor for the forthcoming Classroom Essential series, and she also serves as an author on one of the series titles. In the words of author Carl Anderson, quote, good teachers aren't born good teachers. Good teachers learn to be good teachers. Books in the Classroom Essential series seek to distill the most essential student-centered practices and bring the transformative power of foundational ideas to today's busy teachers reimagined in new and engaging ways. In each book, readers will see how today's progressive practices are built on a solid foundation of research and professional literature. My conversation with Katie Woodray begins with the origins of Classroom Essentials. This is a brand new series for Heinemann. We are really excited about this. You are especially excited about this series. Where did the idea for the series come from? Well, first of all, we are really excited about it. We've just I'm just coming off you know, a couple of days with the whole team of editors at Heinemann thinking about it, the progress we've made towards our vision and looking at samples from the books. And it's just a really exciting time to be making books for teachers at Heinemann. Classroom Essentials really originated from a couple of different places that brought us to the place we are now with this new series of books. One of them was just recognizing the way that reading habits have changed. You know, a lot of us access really important information in, in ways that were different even 10 years ago, but certainly they're different from 30 years ago when we first started publishing books. The first professional book that I ever read was Nancy Atwell's In the Middle. It was the late 80s and I was a young new teacher and it was, you know, 300 plus pages. I read it cover to cover. It was assigned in a graduate course. I think I probably would have read it cover to cover anyway, but it literally changed the trajectory of my teaching life to read that book. And, and I think part of how we got here was this recognition that foundational work like you find in Nancy's book, in Lucy Calkins' work, in Donald Graves' work, Donald Murray's work, that so much of the progressive, particularly literacy teaching that we see going on today rests upon is still as relevant today as it was oh, yeah. 30 years ago. The, Absolutely. The foundations haven't changed. Yeah. The principles, the child-centered, student-centered principles that we rest this work on have not changed at all. But the way people read has changed. Yes. So how do you really bring up-to-date, really foundational thinking so that it can reach to people who are reading in a different world today. And what would that look like? And what would it mean to revisit some really important work in the field 
but imagine publishing it in a new way. Imagine publishing it in a way that matches more how particularly busy teachers read and get their PD. I mean, teachers are as pressed as they've ever been for time to think well, time to reflect well on what they're doing just because of so many demands. And so it's really an attempt. The Classroom Essential series is meant to look back to look at some really foundational work in the field so that we can look forward. On, on sort of on that note, we hear this from teachers all the time. They don't have time. There's so much that's being asked of them in their day, in their week, in their month, in their school year, and in their time. And really, it feels like the idea behind the Classroom Essentials series, both certainly in its design and how these books are laid out and beautifully crafted, is to make these books more accessible. It's everything you just said in terms of the accessibility for the teacher to take these topics that are foundational topics that feel maybe they were once kind of complicated, but in reading this series, it makes this topic more accessible. So the editorial team met with a focus group of teachers. We were talking about a lot of different things, but one of them was trying to really understand the role of PD in their in their learning and the role not just that books play but everything plays in it but at the end of one of the small focus groups one of the teachers who was just a passionate really engaged interesting person she said I want to I just want to say one thing we need shorter books Mm, (laughs) and she said and I mean that in the best possible way so we need access to really important ideas in shorter form. (laughs) You know, we need to be able to get to it more quickly. I like to say that these books are more user-friendly. They're much more user-friendly. They're much sharper. Mm -hmm. I think we're challenging ourselves to to write in sharper, more economical ways Mm -hmm. so that teachers can get access to really important ideas. And I've actually worked on one of the first three books. (laughs) So the first three that are coming out in the series. And the one of the main reasons that I took that work on was I wanted to understand what it was like to write in this much tighter space to really do important thinking, but in a different size space than we're used to. And it's, it's I've outgrown myself as a writer <laughs> learning to do it. So it is about economy, but what's really important across every single book that we do is that we, you know, we're not going to sacrifice the integrity of content. Those two things don't have to be at odds. And the way you get there is you slice important topics in different ways. You can do a book that's a a broader look at something, or you can slice something very thin and tiny and look very closely at just one aspect of this teaching. And what's interesting is that in the first three books that we have in the series, we do both of those things. We have two that have more of a wide angle lens and then we have one book that is a very close look at one thing both of which have tremendous potential to influence practice because the content is so solid it's just more economical well let's talk about those three you said that you're certainly authoring one of them Mm -hmm. which is very exciting for you to sort of Mm -hmm. start another book again with us but tell us about the first three books in this series in the classroom essential series and who these books are for They're really for everyone, but they meet needs in different ways. I think, without a doubt, primarily, we are hoping to reach some teachers who have not traditionally been readers of professional books with the powerful, transformative ideas that you can find in professional books because the way that professional books are written don't necessarily match 
the way they need to get their professional development. So we're hoping to, again, introduce teachers who may be less familiar with really foundational work to thought leaders and mentors in this field. Every book in the series will have that element to it in that it will draw attention to the work that it stands on Mm -hmm. in the field. So, you know, you'll be reading a book and it seems like every time you read a book, you read about this, you know, this guy named Donald Graves and you go, man, (laughs) maybe I should check out this person because they all say that he was a mentor. So I think that they're definitely for newer teachers to professional reading and not necessarily even newer to the work. Mm -hmm. There are a number of people who, for example, engage in workshop teaching because they have support to do workshop teaching, but they don't necessarily know the tradition of professional scholarship that's behind it, mm-hmm. right? They they know what a workshop is because they have the support, again, materials to do it with, but they don't know where that came from. And these books will introduce them to a lot of those important ideas. I think they're also for teachers, any teacher who wants to just polish up a part of their mm. teaching. It's a good check-in. Uh, yeah, a good check-in, a revisiting of why does this work matter? Why is it important? And how do you do it? Because all of the books, that's another thing they all have in common. The tag of each title is a teacher's guide to. And we mean guide in its fullest, warmest, and also most practical sense. They're not teacher's manuals or guides. They're not going to give you a play-by-play lesson plan. (laughs) But they are guides. They're meant to help you get started or move forward forward with a practice that you're already engaged with really quickly. Yeah. Well, and that's sort of the beauty of it with the authors that are contributing to these books is that it's in this space where there is new thinking there because these are foundational things that we've always talked about. But as they are new books, there's new things within that doubling down on those foundations. Exactly. And and what's interesting about that is the first three books, we went to people who already have a strong voice in the professional conversation to write these first three books. And part of the reason that we wanted to do that was to communicate that we're reaching into a conversation that already exists, but we're bringing it up to date, not only in the format in which we're putting it out there, so with a different kind of book and the books look different, but also with the author's most updated thinking. How's it going? Carl's book on conferring and writing, it's been almost 20 years now since that was first published. It changed the conversation around writing conferences, and it was really the first hefty look at just this one really crucial part of the teaching of writing. And, you know, teachers everywhere learn to ask, how's it going, yeah. you know, and, and, and then to have something to say in response to that when students answers. But Carl's been working with teachers in the U.S. and around the world now for all these years to develop that thinking. And this book, while it clearly rests on the foundation of that work, it's really his most up-to-date thinking on it. And so it's not like if you've read How's It Going, you'll, you'll look at this new Teacher's Guide to Writing Conferences, which is the name of Carl's book, and think, oh, I don't need to read that. I already know all that. Because really, I was stunned. I had to go back. I didn't have to. I was <laughs> motivated to go back and read How's It Going just because I, I was so struck by it. This feels so fresh and new, and I wanted to think about the differences, and it really is. It's So it's exciting in that way. And we have video of Carl working with students just from a few months ago, you know, in in different age age groups, different levels, and just all over the place. Sitting, watching him do that conferring on video is just very powerful as well. It's very powerful, partly just because Carl is so smart 
in such an authentic, down-to-earth way. It's just, I learn about conferring about writing when I watch Carl confer, but I also just learn about being human with children in a way that's really beautiful. So it does, and that's another thing. Basically, all of the books in the Classroom Essentials series are going to have a video well, really a robust online resources to begin with, but one of those components will be video. Um, we just feel like it's a really important thing to pair the reading with the video. Yeah, as we talk about the modern reader and yep. making it user-friendly and very accessible, we felt strongly that video complements that very, very yes. strongly. Yes, Yeah. So next up after Carl, it's you. Yeah, so <laughs> Carl's book will come out first, and then the next book in the series that will come out will be another collaboration that I've done with Lisa Cleveland, <laughs> who I just learned so much from her for such a long time. But our book is called Teacher's Guide to Getting Started with Beginning Writers, mm-hmm. and it's based on some research I did in her classroom. I did it years ago before I started working as an editor at Heinemann, and I kind of got consumed by this work here And it just sat there. I had all this data, all this video, all these notes. And I spent basically the first month of school every, I was there every single day in Lisa's classroom documenting how she gets started in kindergarten with her students in writing workshop. Because that's the question people always ask. How do you have a writing workshop when they don't know how to write? (laughs) Um, And I had for years answered just, well, it's not that hard. You know, you just get some paper out and some pens and they'll do something and you get started. But um, I really wanted to study it and get a better answer than that. And I did. And I just never done anything with all that data so now we have it and it's interesting because after writing the book what I really realized that book is about it's about approximation and the role that approximation plays in learning and the response that adults have to be able to make to approximation in order to support kids learning and it's so important in kindergarten and first grade and second grade but it's also really important in fifth grade and seventh grade and 10th grade. You know, if you are doing something for the first time, people have to accept that you're just going to do it like you're a first timer. So that's really exciting. And it has video, the video in it actually shows the first five days. Oh, wow. Um, And then we have clips also from some, what I felt like were important teaching moments from that whole first month that impact the rest of the year. So even though it's about the beginning of writing workshop, which doesn't necessarily have to be at the beginning of the year, you can, but at some point you have to start your writing workshop, right? So whenever it comes in the year, there's the first five days. So just uh, just to clarify that, so wherever you start, it's those first five days. So it's not the first five days of the school year, the first five days of the month or the week. It's whenever you actually start, yeah. it's those first what, five days. If you're starting with really young children who probably most of them think, I don't know how to write, mm-hmm. and you're yeah. going to ask them to go spend the next 30 minutes. You know? <laughs> actually, you're not going to ask them to write. You're going to ask them to make books, which we explain in there. But that involves writing. Then how do you convince them that they can do that? And how do you convince them that they can do that in a way that they remain independent? That's what's That's really key. key. Yeah. You know, if you give too much direction at the beginning, they're dependent on you to direct them. And that's hard to get that to go away. Now, for Lisa Cleveland, it is the first five days of school. Mm-hmm. She always starts the first day because she wants them to think of writing workshop as just what we do every day. But it doesn't have to be. It could be any time. And then the third book in the series. The third book in the series, which actually will release in early February. So there's a a little space between these original three books, is by Jen Saravallo. And I'm really excited about this one, too. It was great to work with her in an editorial capacity. She's wicked smart. (laughs) And um, 
just really embraced what we were trying to do with the series. The first day I talked to Jen about the series, I started describing it and I got about three sentences in and she took over. She like started describing (laughs) it to me. (laughs) And, uh, you know, she's out there all the time working with teachers and she's working with a lot of young new teachers. You know, I think that the work she's put out really is supportive particularly of young new teachers who are trying to get started in these practices and with this work. And she's just got a great understanding of what teachers need to do this work. And so, yeah, her book is a teacher's guide to reading conferences. So we've got a book on writing conferences and a a book on reading conferences in the first three books. And that means a lot to me. That's really important to me because I think at the heart of student-centered instruction is conferring. I mean, if you don't do anything else, just talking to your students one-on-one is the most important thing. And you could feel like, I don't really know enough (laughs) to teach writing. I just, I've got so much to learn, but start by just letting them write and talk to them about it. Well, that's, that's some of the greatest writing advice that I've heard from you, that I've heard from Carl and Jen. It's just the only way to really grow as a writer. You got to write. You just got to get to it. Yeah. And I think for the series as a whole, we really, we picture these books as being able to address just a part of your teaching. I think too often our books, they address the whole enchilada and perhaps they feel overwhelming at times. And I'm, by the way, I'm talking about books that I've written too. (laughs) Um, Whereas if you take the luxury to take just a piece of it and say, let's just work on this first, maybe that's a better entry point for some people. Again, that user design, that accessibility, that just that little slice of just, this is an easier access point to get into it. Yeah. And Jen has written about reading conferring in the past, but just like Carl, this has her freshest, newest thinking. It's interesting, and I know this as, a, as an author myself, by the time your book actually comes out in the world, you're already ready to revise it <laughs> because you're all, you know, you're always learning. And yeah. particularly when you're out as much as Jen and Carl are working with teachers around these ideas, working in schools with kids, you're always revising your thinking around it. So these books, I think, really represent, again, the freshest, newest thinking that the authors have to offer. So when we set out to do this series, designers brought into the conversation to really address the access and user-friendly nature of these books. Talk a little bit about how these books are designed slightly differently from some of our more traditional professional Mm -hmm. books. I certainly think that if you open one of these books up, it's going to have a different look to it than you're used to seeing in a professional book. I mean, for one thing, the trim size is different than most of our books. But we really have tried to be incredibly intentional about making sure that the design communicates the content in the most not only efficient way but that it always represents the best meaning of the content that it can and that it enhances the meaning and doesn't get in the way of it because that's part of the experience that we're trying to create in these books is that meaning is the content you know we're not trying to just pretty our books up but we're trying to really have a meaningful interaction between the design the visual look of the page and what you see and the content that's there And I think that's one of the things that particularly as an author of one of these books has really stretched me is to think about content in that way. So whereas, you know, there's something that I might have used lots of words to say before and everyone really has to put their heads together to think about what is the best way to convey the message, the meaning, the spirit of the work. It's going to be a different kind of reading experience. But 
same powerful content. And after working on them for a year, and really as we started to move forward with the work, I'm so behind the idea of what we're doing. I mean, I've always been a devoted professional reader and really owe the trajectory of my whole life as a teacher to the role that professional reading played in that. And to be trying to capture that foundational work and really get it out to even more people than we have. I just really believe in it. And I really feel like my most important job now is to make sure that the content always has integrity and that we do always the best that we can do by the teachers whose work we serve with these books and the children that get impacted by that. Our thanks to Katie for her time today. The Classroom Essentials series will publish this fall. In the meantime, we invite you to learn more about Classroom Essentials series on Heinemann.com. We'd love you to subscribe to the Heinemann podcast on iTunes and Google Play. And we're also now streaming on Spotify and Stitcher and just about anywhere else you can get your podcast. You can also follow Heinemann on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, as well as our various Facebook groups. Thanks for listening.